Hey, Kansas City. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Made in Casey podcast. We are now in Day 9 of the 30-Day Shelter-in-Place Order. I'm Tyler Enders. I'm Keith Bradley. And I'm Thomas McIntyre. Today's episode is a gratitude episode. It'll be a shorter episode intended to balance the heavier topics we've been discussing the past few days. We'll be going through a short list of things we're grateful for and encourage you to do the same. Well, good afternoon, guys. Any fun April Fool's jokes that your kids have played on you? My kids are always playing April Fool's jokes <laughs> on me, I think, so <laughs> hard to distinguish. But uh, Tucker hid in our cushion storage bin on our deck, and I couldn't find him for a couple seconds today. Uh, so I guess that counts. <laughs> Does he know the phrase April Fool's? No, but I'm going to teach it because I think it'd be really cute hearing him say it. It would. <laughs> My wife got all of our kids really good this morning. Overnight, she put a spoon in frozen water in cereal bowls and put it in the freezer. And then this morning, offered all the kids cereal for breakfast, of which they all took the bait. And she poured cereal on top of the frozen water. And so when they went to grab their spoons, it was locked into the bowl. <laughs> and she just thought it was the best thing ever. <laughs> That's really cute. The best part was the kids. They're like, how did you know we were going to want cereal this morning, Mom? Like They knew the prep it took for this prank. Like, How did you know we want cereal? She's like, I just knew. <laughs> Last year, didn't she make an entire April Fool's meal of things that looked real but were actually of different ingredients? She did. It was really impressive. And we're actually actually just making that meal this afternoon when she comes home from work just for fun because she knew she couldn't keep that a secret for that long with all the kids in the house. Like what what was one of the examples? It was pretty brilliant, but it was – Oh, some sushi, like stuff that looked exactly like sushi, but it was Rice Krispie treat things. She made like a scrambled egg type meal that was definitely not scrambled eggs. Yeah. Yeah, it was fascinating. It's way too into it. (laughs) That's remarkable. I think I remember saying after that day, is like if I could do anything half as good as this, I, you know, I'd I'd probably have an essential business right now. Oh, yeah, but I also have an April Fool's joke for you guys. I sent off all our rent checks today. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully hopefully, uh, none of our landlords are listening. (laughs) Yeah, checks Um, in the mail, guys. Okay, so today is going to be a a shorter episode. We're just going to run through top five things that we're grateful for. I went ahead and said that we can't include family or friends on this because I think we could spend an entire episode talking about how grateful we are for our significant others and our immediate family, extended family, friends, neighbors, etc. And so the goal of this is when we started this podcast, we knew that we wanted to strike the right balance of tone and that we wanted to express the severity of coronavirus. And we're very aware that this is affecting people in many different ways and that it's hitting people much more severely, some people much more severely than others. So for today, we're just going to go through one at a time and talk about five things that we're grateful for right now. Who wants to start? I'll go first. Great. What do you have? The first item on my list that I am very grateful for is coffee. It's an obvious one. I am always grateful for coffee, but at the moment, I'm even more grateful for it. The act of making it, the smell of it, the side effects of it are all very welcome things in my life right now. Maggie's not sleeping very much at all in the evenings, and so the caffeine is a necessity. And the act of making the pour-overs and grinding the coffee is a nice break from my days right now of filling out loan applications and unemployment forms and things of that nature. I think you guys know this, but I tried to gift my mom my coffee equipment uh, maybe two months ago. And she kept on pushing back and she was like, how do you know you won't need it? 
And I explained, Mom, I just get coffee at one of the cafes. It's a great way to start my day. I can check in with whoever's working. It's social. I just don't like making it at home anymore. And she pushed back so much that I kept it here and I actually broke it out, yeah, about a week and a half ago. And I've been making coffee daily again. Thomas, are you making more or drinking more than usual or is it still your normal amount? I'd say it is potentially less than normal because we have an AirPod at the office all day long, every day. I just keep drinking it. Here I do my morning three to four mugs, which I know will sound crazy to some people. And then I have a pretty good break. And then this podcast right before we record is when I make another pour over and sip on my coffee while we do the podcast. And that'll be it for the day. Nice. Yeah, coffee is definitely one of my five as well. More specifically, it was afternoon coffee. And so making the making the morning pot again in the afternoon has been a ritual in our household the last two weeks, and I've thoroughly enjoyed the afternoon cup of coffee. What are you guys drinking right now? I'm on Blip, and it's been delicious. I commandeered a five-pound bag of smooth, thou mayest. Smooth operator? Smooth operator from, from nice. Bo over at Thou Mayest, so... We are working our way through that bag before it went bad. Nice. We're uh, drinking the Roasteries Kansas City blend, circa January 2020, expired retail bags. Perfect. And to be clear, I commandeered it from one of our coffee shops since they're closed, not from Thou Mayest. Coffee actually didn't make my list, but I did have uh, two beverages on the list. And I'll start with the first one for me, which is um, my soda stream. My brother gave me a soda stream years ago, and we often have a good supply of sparkling drinks at the office. And I've been filling up the soda stream quite a bit. Keeps me from going to the store too often. So that's one of my top five. Can I ask you a question about your soda stream, Tyler? Go for it. Are you flavoring your water or are you just doing the, the carbonated water? And if so, what flavors do you recommend? I am not flavoring it, but I do have some flavor from when my brother first gifted it to me a few years ago. And so I was thinking actually this week about breaking it out. He gave me the lime flavor, and I think that would probably taste just as good as a lime LaCroix, I'm guessing. So I'll probably try it sometime this week. And what's the other beverage on your list? The other beverage on my list is the Martin City Hardway IPA. So we had a good amount of those in the fridge from our last first Friday, and I think I've gone through about a dozen of them so far. It's kind of my routine once we start editing this. Um, Once I get to the tail end and I just have to do one last listen through, that's when I open up the Martin City Hardway IPA, and that's kind of my my treat that transitions me into the evening. It's a heavy-hitting beer. I have a few in my fridge as well, and I've been helping Jess do some gardening when the day is over to kind of wind down, and it makes me very tired after I have a hard way. It's all about practice, Thomas. Yeah. Working on it. (laughs) All right. Should we move on? Yep. We'll keep going in the same order. I work for you guys. Number two on my list was my gym in the basement. That is the most euphemistic description (laughs) of, of what I actually use in my gym (laughs) possible, but in a very dark back corner of my basement, I set up some weights and a few other workout items back in late 2019 And I've been using it fairly consistently ever since. And now that there is no other options for gyms, I'm very thankful that I have that. Nice. I'll go ahead and jump in on my item number three because I have foam roller listed. The foam roller has been great for me for stretching out my back. And since I'm, I'm sitting pretty much just as much as usual, I've been using the foam roller a lot. That's a great thing to be thankful for. Thanks. I thought so too. <laughs> All right, Keith. Uh, on that, on the uh, kind of exercise workout theme, 
my top thing on my list was bike rides. So I bought my first, believe it or not, my first ever brand new bicycle last fall in my entire life. I was a middle child, so I got hand-me-down bicycles my entire life. And so I splurged uh, last October over at Family Bicycle and got a new bike. And so Ben and I have been riding nearly every day, at least for 30 minutes around the neighborhood. And uh, it makes you feel young again. I like it quite a bit. To be clear, you did know how to ride a bike before getting a bike, right? <laughs> Uh, that's a great, that's a great question. Uh, the answer is yes. Yeah. To be clear, I didn't know how to ride a bike before the pandemic started. I was enjoying picturing full grown Keith learning to ride a bike. <laughs> right now, uh, three out of four Bradley kids can now ride a bike with the two of the three having done so just in the last two weeks. Wow. Uh, so it's accelerated awesome. our bike, our bike learning training process. I imagine Maxine will be riding by the time she's three. No doubt. That's inspiring that's awesome. though. And a good reminder. I need to pull the bike out and go on some rides. Perfect weather for it. And not that many cars on the road. We would go for bike rides, but Jess's bike got stolen out of our garage last year. So she is really sore about it. So we just go on walks. Number positive, positive Thomas. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Keep moving. You ready for my next one? Yep. Number three, our deck. Uh, This is kind of a tangent to the good weather, but I wanted to be more specific. And we've been spending free time out on our deck, whether that's grilling, eating lunch, Tucker keep telling us that it's a really good idea to eat outside. And so oh. we keep going outside to eat and yeah, thankful for our deck. It's quite beat up, not a fancy deck, but it holds us above the ground as it should. And we're using it. That's a good way of getting more specific. I listed weather, just simply weather with the idea yeah, being that too general. Yeah, I agree. The amount of time that I'm spending inside is really awful. And it's amazing that you can step outside into 70 degree weather with sunny skies. So I also had two very similar things, specifically the eating dinner outside. We've been doing that on our deck as well, Thomas. It's been very enjoyable. Love it. Weather's been absolutely perfect. Related to that is the perfect weather. And I guess more specific on that, if you all remember the kind of the first week that a lot of the pandemic news hit home to Kansas City, it was a rainy week. It was a cold week. And there was a, a nice thing about that because it kept people inside. But I realized that even though not much has changed about our circumstances uh, this week from, say, two weeks ago, my mood has dramatically shifted. And I think it is because of the sunshine, the weather, and being able to be outside. I think it's made a huge difference personally for me, and I imagine for a lot of others as well. I completely agree. All right, next one on my list. I did just make fun of you for being too general with the weather. This is even more general, I believe, but I wrote down technology. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Can you elaborate? Oh, and he's frozen now. <laughs> the irony. So for everyone listening at home, Thomas is frozen with a big smile on his face. All right, we'll, try, we'll see if we can bring him back. Thomas, that was gotcha. hilarious. Uh, so I couldn't well, tell okay, let me, if let you me guys sure are laughing recording. because okay, how ahead. general it was or because I froze. You froze. Yeah. I oh, yeah, you froze. It, too. it was a really funny picture. All right, so you may jump back in on my number from the very beginning. Um, no, you can just start with technology because we're we're still rolling. So technology was on my list, and more specifically, I put it on my list because the communication aspect. So between us being able to record this podcast, for us all to be able to work remotely, for staying connected with my family members, from getting updates about coronavirus, I had spent some time, and I mentioned earlier on the podcast, of what this would look like if it took place decades ago with less technology, and it would be much more challenging from so many aspects. So 
I threw technology on there. It's fair. Valid. I'll let it pass. All Appreciate right, Keith. that. <laughs> Keith, how many more do you have on your list? You said one or two? Yeah, the next the next one on my list that I think is worth mentioning because I've also talked about it a little bit is jazz music, most specifically Thelonious Monk. So I'm very unfamiliar with the world of jazz, but the more I have listened to it the last couple of weeks, the more I've started to discern some of my preferences. And he's he's an artist that stands out among the others. For some, say John Coltrane, I get a little too stressed out listening to some of his mm-hmm. stuff. Miles Davis, I get a little too sad listening to some of his stuff. And I feel like Thelonious Monk strikes the perfect balance between a lot of those artists and feeling positive while listening to to his music. Nice. A lot uh, less you, syncopation happening in Thelonious Monk. It's less stressful. Do you also like that it's um, mainly rhythm music with piano, drums, bass, yeah. or do you do you prefer horns, or does it matter? I the I'm preferring the rhythm. I do enjoy the horns occasionally, but that adds another element that I don't think I'm ready for yet. All right. My recommendation for you to check out the Ray Brown Trio. On it. Uh, one of my favorite pianists. Okay. I have one left on my list, and I'm wearing them right now. They are these blue light blocking glasses that, again, my brother got me as a gift. And because I've been looking at screens all day, I don't know if there's actually any real good data or science behind it. But I've bought into it, the idea that the blue light is stimulating and keeps you awake and that it breaks up your natural circadian rhythm. And so I've been wearing these as much as I can remember to. So that way it's easier to let my body ease into sleep and ease into night mode uh, when we're done with all this. They look good on you. Thanks, Thomas. Keith, you got one more you want to share? I think it's good. I mean, my last one was Jack Snacks that I had took from the office. And I, nice. <laughs> with my afternoon cup of coffee, I have a, I have a coffee cup full of Jack Snacks. Wait, if you took really... all the Jack Snacks, you've got Jack Snacks to share. I, I do have Jack Snacks to share. I'll I be think, hopping on my bike and riding over. I think they'll out, outlast the pandemic. I have so much. Um, we'll see. Great uh, went into full-blown <laughs> panic hoarder mode and just cleaned out our office before he left one day. So he's in, all fairness, in all fairness, I offered everything up to Kari first, and she she took very little of it. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, the only thing I had left on my list, it's a materialistic one and kind of a nerdy one. As I told Jess about it, she just rolled her eyes, but very grateful for my car. I enjoy driving. I enjoy shifting through the gears. And that's something that I am able to do right now, even during these circumstances. And so I've taken the occasional drive to become less stressful, get a kid to calm down, et cetera. So yeah, thankful for that as well. Great. Well, are there any other closing thoughts you guys have or other things that you guys are grateful for that you want to mention? Nothing else that I have listed, but I did want to reinforce why we're doing this. Uh, Our goal is to kind of get your listeners minds thinking and talking at the dinner table or talking in your your zoom chats about things that you're grateful for it's a good reminder of those things and just a good positive uh, mental health exercise to go through kind of brightens things up and shifts your mindset to positive things so yeah please partake in that yeah should we open up to our listeners to email us at hello at madeinkc.co things i'm thankful for as well i like it do you want to elaborate on that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so if you have suggestions and, and want to email us shoot us an email at hello at madeinkc.co we'd love to hear what you're thankful for around your household yeah we can maybe compile those and share a list if there are some fun interesting things that we think others might enjoy hearing that'd be cool. great love it thanks guys
Well, thanks everyone for listening. And again, you can reach out to us, as Keith said, at hello at madeinkc.co. And you can find us on Twitter at madeinkc underscore. Thanks so much. Talk to you tomorrow. See you guys. Later.